Hi, this is Jer Lanska with the Anointed Nachos podcast. We are continuing along with the Hearing God's Voice series, and we're talking today about other ways that God speaks. I am so excited about this because, you know, we don't put God in a box, like I've said before. God can speak to us in any way that he wants to, and we're just excited that he wants to talk with us. That if we're not listening in one way, maybe he'll speak to us in another way. He wants to get our attention. He wants to help us grow. He wants to shape and mold us to who he wants us to be. And the more we allow him to, and the more that we listen to his voice through multiple ways, including his word, our lives will become what they were destined to be. Have you ever felt that God had you say something to someone else and it directly helped them with something they're facing at the moment, something they're dealing with in that day, and they said, oh, thank you, that's exactly what I needed. That was the Lord working through you and telling you exactly what to do or to say to another person. So it should be obvious then that God would also speak through other people to help you along the way. So God speaks to us through other people. That's what we're talking about now. Let's dive right into 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. It says, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf, and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and for all who are in authority so that we can live in peaceful and quiet lives, marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. This verse right here is one of the biggest reasons that God speaks to us through other people. It's because he wants people saved. In verse 4, it says, God's will is that no man perishes. He wants every person saved, so he's going to speak to us. He's going to use people. He's going to use strangers. He's going to use people you know to get people saved and to help them along the way because life is about discipleship, following Christ, becoming more like Christ. So anything that's going to help us to shape us and mold us, God wants to speak those things to us. One of the biggest ways is through our local church, through our pastor. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, it says, Now these are the gifts that Christ gave to the church, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. So we have to know that God put these people in our path to speak to us, to guide us, for God to speak to them, for them to help us and mold us. Because the book of Ephesians says that it's for the equipping of the saints. God's training us up. We can't be trained if we're not under teaching of the scriptures. So we have pastors and prophets, apostles, evangelists, and teachers guiding us. We need to know that God's speaking directly to them to help us in our lives. Here's another reason that God speaks through other people to help us. As we see in the book of Exodus chapter 18, verse 21 through 23, it talks about Moses's father-in-law telling him how to handle the work and not to be overburdened. So we see here Jethro is talking to Moses, saying, But select from all the people some capable, honest men who fear God and hate bribes. Appoint them as leaders over groups of 1,000, 150, and 10. They should always be available to solve the people's common disputes, but have them bring the major cases to you. Let the leaders decide the smaller matters themselves, and they will help you carry the load, making the task easier 
for you. If you follow this advice, and if God commands you to do so, you will be able to endure the pressures, and all these people will go home in peace. So God used Jethro to come and help Moses. At this point, he's just trying to do too much, trying to take on too much. You know, he even complains a couple times, like, God, I have so many people under me. I can't handle all these people. Well, one reason is because he's trying to do more than he should. And God used Jethro to come in and help him to tweak something that needs an adjustment. See, he's not doing everything wrong. Moses loves people. He loves God. He's trying to do everything he can. But God came into his life through Jethro and said, here's a way to do it more effectively. That's not going to wear you out and everyone's going to be getting their needs met. So God will do the same thing in your life. He'll come and speak through other people to help tweak little things, to make fine-tuned adjustments, to make your life better. It's awesome. It's happened so many times to me where I got the exact word I needed at the right time through random people even, not just through my local church. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 through 11, it says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have a gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you see that right there? That God gives people gifts of speaking. And when we're speaking, that we have to know that God is giving us the words to speak. The scriptures also say, do you not know what to say? Open your mouth and I will fill it. And the Holy Spirit will speak through you what God wants to say. We have to know right here, when we speak to other people and help other people, that God can speak through us and give them exactly what they need to hear. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 20, it says, Get all the advice and instruction you can so that you will be wise the rest of your life. God wants us to be wise, and he's going to speak to us. He's saying, get advice, get instruction. And of course, that's through the Holy Scriptures, too. But we have to know, God is speaking through people to give us advice and to help us. Proverbs also says, through the multitude of counselors, their safety, so that we know when we go to people for advice, godly wisdom can be given to us to help us. In Acts chapter 27, Verse 21 through 26, it says, No one had eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, Men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all this damage and loss. But take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. For last night, an angel of God, to whom I belong and to whom I serve, stood beside me and he said, Don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. So take courage, for I believe God, and it will be just as he said. But we will be shipwrecked on an island. So here, God's using Paul to speak to other people because they're scared. They're fearful of their lives. It's a storm coming, beating against the ship. It's going to go down. But God gave them a message through Paul that they're going to be just fine, so not to fear. And that's amazing. God will speak things into your life through other people, saying, don't worry about this. God's got this. You know, sometimes when situations come up, a storm comes in your life that you weren't expecting, you know, it can take you off guard and shake you just a little bit. But God puts people in your lives to say, hey, 
it's going to be great. It's going to work out. You're going to be fine. God helps calm you down. And it's great. I love it. You can be that calming of the storm in other people's lives as well. In 2 Peter 1, verse 20 through 21, it says, Above all, you must realize that no prophecy in Scripture ever came from the prophet's own understanding or from human initiative. No, these prophets were moved by the Holy Spirit, and they spoke from God. We must know that there are prophets today. God speaks through people about what's coming, the things coming ahead, the things we need to prepare for, and even good things that God's about to do. We have to listen to pastors and teachers, evangelists, apostles, prophets, and know that they're hearing from the Lord. God speaks to us too, of course. The Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us. But there's something special about the way God set things up to equip us in a local church through a pastor. We need certain things coming together. There's nothing better than iron sharpens iron. We get together with other believers. We encourage one another. We stand corporately together in worship. There's so many good benefits of being in a local church. But I'm just saying that God will speak to you through your pastor, through prophets, through evangelists that your pastor has come in to speak to you. There's so many times that I've had a certain word spoken directly to me, and it came to pass. The Lord spoke something that I've been pondering about, thinking about, wanting something to happen in my life, and I was called up, and a pastor or evangelist spoke something from the Lord into my life, and it happened. It came to pass, as he said. And the Lord wanted me to know those things, wanted to know that he cares about me. And I've had those things happen through me as well to other people. I would call it words of knowledge where in Bible studies where I pray for people that God just says things to me in my mind that I know things about other people I'm praying for. And I can pray over them and tell them things that coming down the road in their life, the Lord shows me some things in my mind and I speak those things out and I had no plans for it I don't try to make that happen it just does when I'm praying for people the Lord shows me and a lot of the times it's just in my mind I can hear what is about to happen what is coming down the road so I know what that's like to be able to speak to other people and God use me to say something directly from him something that's beyond my knowledge so we know that God speaks through other people, and that means he speaks through you. So know that you can be the voice of God to other people as well when you listen to the Holy Spirit and be guided by him. Be open to hearing from other people. And we can test those things. If someone says something to you, you don't always have to immediately say, yes, Lord, that's from you. You just say, Lord God is that from you. You ask him, you pray about it. You take those things in prayer and meditation. Take them before the Lord and he will reveal to you and confirm things. You know, I've heard so many times people get multiple confirmations of the same thing through multiple people and it just makes them assured that what the Lord is saying to them is from him by giving them the same word from multiple sources. And that can be including his word, like they read something in the scriptures and then their pastor said something about it as well to them. It's the way things work. God wants to speak to you and he'll use any means possible to get his words into your heart. 
One fun way I'm just going to mention quick, God speaks to us through animals. And that's true. You know, it's not like they always talk, but God will use them. I've heard so many stories of animals saving people. Here's an interesting story in Numbers chapter 22, verse 21 through 35. It says, So the next morning Balaam got up, saddled up his donkey, and started off with the Moabite officials. But God was angry that Balaam was going. So he sent an angel of the Lord to stand in the road to block his way. And as Balaam and two servants were riding along, Balaam's donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand. The donkey bolted off the road into a field, but Balaam beat it and turned it back into the road. And then the angel of the Lord stood at a place where the road narrowed between two vineyard walls. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it tried to squeeze by and crush Balaam's foot against the wall. So Balaam beat the donkey again. Then the angel of the Lord moved further down the road and stood in a place too narrow for the donkey to get by at all. This time, when the donkey saw the angel, it lay down under Balaam. In a fit of rage, Balaam beat the animal again with the staff. Then the Lord gave the donkey the ability to speak. What have I done to you that deserves your beating me three times? It asked Balaam. You have made me look like a fool, Balaam shouted. If I had a sword with me, I would have killed you. But I am the same donkey you have ridden all of your life, the donkey answered. Have I ever done anything like this before? No, Balaam admitted. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing there. And so this story is just really interesting because Balaam's not getting the hint. God's trying to stop him from going a certain direction that he doesn't want him to go. He told him, don't go that way. And he's not listening. So he had to open the mouth of a donkey to speak to him. It's really interesting. It's the only time that an animal spoke in the scriptures. But I know I have some friends that they had a daughter that was getting in their car in the country and they're about to turn on a road to go down the road and their dog just came and sat right in front of the car near the driveway and wouldn't let the car leave. The dog just sat there and a friend said, what's going on with your dog? And the daughter's the one driving and wasn't sure and the dog finally got up and started walking away so it just sat there for a while though and then the car took off down the road and they found out that a big accident happened just down the road and if they would have went when they wanted to they would have been possibly in that accident so it's interesting that this dog came and just sat down to block the car and then after a little bit got up and walked away. Here's the thing. God will get through to us if we're not listening to him sometimes through his Holy Spirit, through the still, soft voice. And that's the thing. It's something quiet. It's something in our hearts that we feel a prompting. If we're not listening to that, if we're in a rush, if we're in a hurry, and especially if we're worried about something, we're not listening to that soft, still voice. And God will get our attention any way that he wants to. So there's so many ways that God speaks. We went through so many, and this is just a brief touching on these things. There's so many things that we could talk about, about the way that people speak into our lives. But I have a few actions for you to do. Number one, next time someone speaks something to you that could be about your life or your future, take it to the Lord and pray about it. Don't just brush it off. Come before the Lord and pray about it and ask the Lord, is this from you, Lord? Is this what you really want me to do? Let him speak to you about it. Action number two, ask that the Lord will use you to help others in the same way and be a voice to them through God. God wants to speak to people and he can use you to speak to others. 
Action number three is to pray. Ask the Lord to help you slow down in life and just listen for his voice in any way that he is speaking. So let's pray right now. Lord God, I just thank you for all of my listeners and that we are going to be better listeners to hearing your voice. I just pray that we're not in a rush when we're frustrated or excited about something that we still take time to to listen to your voice, to feel the promptings of your spirit inside of us, to not rush off and make quick decisions, but we need to be patient and listen to you at all times. Lord God, let us hear your voice more clearly in all of the different ways that you speak. Let us be open to knowing that you care about us and you want to speak to us through multiple ways every day and every week, every month. It's not a one-time thing that you constantly want to help and tweak and prepare our lives for your goodness, for your pleasure, and for the destiny that you have for us, the plans that you put before us that you want us to accomplish. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your mighty name. Amen. So thank you once again for listening. I was so excited teaching about this series because I love hearing God's voice and I want to help you to be open to hearing God's voice more clearly. God bless you. Anointed, not chose. Stuck